is Stefan Chavidjan, and we are part of the generous life. I get to be here with some of my colleagues, Lori Farquhar. Hey, you, Stefan. And you have you have heard of Lori before, and she's done a couple of our podcasts. She is my colleague. She's the president of our organization, and she runs what we call our Invest Vertical. If you've been listening to The Generous Life, you know that um, as part of the NCS South Florida we identify ourselves in three different distinct verticals. We call it Invest, Equip, Unite. And these are all expressions of what it means to live a generous life. And so we like to, through these podcasts, tell you stories and unpack a little bit what do we mean when we say invest or equip or unite. And Lori gets a distinct privilege of helping us go down that path, particularly with Invest. And we have plenty of other podcasts where we can talk about that and have talked about that. And also I'm joined from uh, at our table here today with Scott Carson, who's part of our team. Hey guys. He is part of our operation. He basically runs everything. So I have the gift of gab so I can talk and Lori helps people give their money away and Scott helps make sure that we keep it all operating. That's right. And you do a great job doing it. So. Well, thank you. Thank you. So we're part of the uh, g- what it means to live a generous life. Uh, we talked about a couple podcasts earlier about our mission and vision. Our mission is we redefine generosity and reimagine our communities. And our vision is every person reached and restored through the love of Christ. And part of that is that we are always going to do things to try to draw people closer and closer to Christ in all things that we do. And when we talk about redefining generosity, we don't think generosity is always about money. It means about who you are as a person. Are you a giver or are you a taker? How do you forgive people? Uh, what kind of hospitality you demonstrate? How, what kind of team member are you? All those kinds of cool things. And then how do we reimagine communities? How do we actually work together as churches and ministries and business communities for the better of not just our community, but frankly, our region and beyond? So that is, again, our mission and vision. And I'm joined with Lori and Scott. And today we're going to talk about some of our values. And we have actually six values that are really important to us. And we're going to take a few minutes and talk about them over the next couple of podcasts. But today we're going to actually talk about one of our values is generosity. You would assume that since we're the National Christian Foundation, and you are right. Lori, tell us what we mean when we talk about the core value of generosity. Well, we like to say um, whole life generosity. So if you ever hear us talking about generosity, typically we'll refer to it as that. And that is just based on the biblical principle that God owns it all. He owns your resources, but he also owns your time. He owns what you do with your time. He owns everything. So if we just think about our whole lives, everything we do is really God's. And so we do it unto the Lord. And so for us, we're in the generosity business with the National Christian Foundation. Um, But for us, we think about generosity in terms of being open-handed, being kind-hearted, really caring about people, and in every interaction to look to give more value than we actually receive. So we're, in your terminology, Stefan, givers, not takers. Mm. We're not trying to interact with people to get something from them. We are trying to give something to them, whatever that might be. And it might just be a conversation. It might be prayer. 
It might be a way that we can serve them um, in, in some capacity. It might be an introduction. It might be a connection that we have that somebody else could benefit from. But that's what we talk about in terms of generosity. Well, what I like about what you're saying is that if we can begin to think of generosity as not just something I do in terms of you know giving money to a need in the community – because we we do sometimes think, oh, that particular person is really generous because they can re- buy, write really big checks. Mm. The days when we used to write checks, but it's also a frame of mind. I mean, certainly giving of your resources is one thing. We can't ignore that. I mean, we have been superbly blessed as a culture. And I read a statistic not too long ago that said the average Christian gives about two and a half, three percent of their income every year. And there's obviously discussions around tithing and giving 10% or more. You just said, frankly, God owns it all. Right. Not two and a half percent or three percent. God owns it all. Yep. So if we started thinking about what does that mean? So yes, there's definitely that part of it. But also I think of it in terms of asking God to give me the, you know, be generous with me, God, with increasing my capacity to have empathy, Mm. you know, to... Or, you know, we live in such a diverse culture right now that we're so quick to look at a situation or a person and just look at them and, you know, that cancel culture we talk about or immediately disagree and go for the go for the throat with each other. But versus all of a sudden finding myself in a place as I may disagree with you, but God, give me that love. Be generous with love so that I can be generous with love to that person or mm-hmm. compassion, empathy, the ability to forgive, all those kind of things. So it's really a pretty heady kind of cool. What it means to be a generous person is mm-hmm. a cool thing. So Super broad. Yep. I always so. think about it in terms of time. Mm. You know, we're, we're, we lead all, all lead busy lives. And if somebody actually stops and takes the time to mm-hmm. listen, yeah, that's so generous. Yeah. That's um, sometimes harder than giving money. Exactly. You know, exactly. We'd rather throw 10 bucks to somebody that we see homeless on the street versus stop our car and take care of them or Ask you them know, their talk name. to them, get to yeah, know them. Yeah, what's your story? Right. Exactly. Right. That's generous. So, Scott, you're part of our team, uh, a valuable part of our team. And um, when we talk about generosity, I know you've had opportunities to experience that in your own life. You've experienced that with the people we deal with. Maybe give us a story or give us an antidote. Well, I mean, just as an organization, I'll just say this, unrelated to how I was going to answer the question about our value, um, I had a situation in my life where my wife delivered our third kid four weeks early, and just as an act of generosity, I walked into our ET meeting, said, hey, my wife called, said her blood pressure's up, doctor has a has a room waiting for her at the hospital, and you guys just asked me, why are you still here Mm-hmm. And every day I would get a text message from somebody saying, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? I walked out March 28th at like 2 o'clock when our ET mm-hmm. meeting was starting. I did not come back till May 1st. Mm-hmm. So end of March, all of April, and was basically taking care of my wife and my daughter in the NICU for about 25 days. And just as an act of generosity, you guys are like, hey, we'll take care of it. As much as you can do from your phone, please do. Mm-hmm. But as much as we can support you and your family, whatever you need, you let us know as much time as you need, we'll do that. And that was a huge act of generosity towards me and my family, just as an example of our core values, just being lived Mm -hmm. out just within our organization, just towards our staff. So not just how we talk about generosity towards others, just as how we've cared for our staff. There's countless examples 
of that 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 I've witnessed and watched um, as an organization. But I know as we talk about our core values, just this idea of of looking to give more value than we receive. We were talking about this the other day with our staff. We have a brand new fractional CFO. And one of the things when he was introduced to me, he was in the middle of, of all things, um, grew up in North Dakota, has a real big heart for service. He has a real big heart for service. And just and he is one that had a finance background, ended up owning his own business, and then had the privilege of selling it. And over the last couple of years, has filled his time with just different opportunities to serve, but none of them felt like he was using the gifts God had given him. So at the time I was talking to him, he was in the middle of practicing backing up a tractor trailer because he's working on getting a CDL so he could help with a food bank. But every day of the week, he had a different place he was going to be in a different place he was going to serve, but never felt like the way that God had gifted him in the corporate world was ever being able to apply to how he served. So What's well, a CDL? Oh, I couldn't tell you what it is. It's what you need to drive a truck. So it's like the, oh, it's the okay. endor- it's the endorsement you need on your driver's license to say you can drive like an 18-wheel truck or right. a bus. A special distinction, a special permit. Yeah, okay. like the same way the you need a motorcycle's stuff. license. You need to right. have a the whatever it is. Not pilot's the, license. Pilot's license. Okay. So uniquely to drive a 18-wheeler and that All little right. stick It's like being ordained to drive a truck. I get, I get it. Okay. So, he was in the process of doing that when we first met him. And then as we got to know him, got to talk to him, found out he just had a passion for what we were doing. We said, hey, would you come in and help us as our fractional CFO? He said, we'd love to do it. But as he began understanding the complexity of organization, as you know, we talk about it, you have three verticals in four locations, including a home office. So how do you manage a budget that best reflects all the stuff? So in his own time, he ends up pouring hour after hour into understanding our organization. He actually went to our network gathering recently, but said, hey, I'm going to visit my daughter. Can I just piggyback on it? So he didn't necessarily go as our representative. We didn't necessarily pay for him to go. He made an effort on his own to be there because he was so invested in what we're doing. He wanted to learn more. Yeah, what I love about his story is that there's a gentleman who had a, a wonderful corporate career um, decided to leave the corporate world because it was requiring him to move all over the world and decided to buy into a local pool company. So for about five or six years, he basically built up a local you know, pool cleaning company, did quite well, was servicing you know, some pretty high-end neighborhoods, and then decided to sell that business and basically semi-retire. But he has a skill set. And so when you think about generosity – you know, we think of the people you might be the one or those listening that you say, I have a particular skill set because of what I've been trained up in my corporate world, uh, my hobbies, whatever. And how can I utilize those and find a platform where I can actually u- use those to give back? And uh, I think we just had a lunch today with a bunch of business leaders in our community that are mentoring other business leaders through a p- program we have that's called Convene, and you've heard about that if you've listened to us. So those are just expressions of generosity, and um, and we just want you all to be as part of our tribe, as part of this uh, the community here in South Florida. Uh, when we talk about generosity, we mean a lot more than just your capacity to give financially. And that is why we say give, in, I mean, that we call invest, equip, unite, is because these are ways that you can give. And so I just, uh, on behalf of our team, Lori, Scott, thank you so much for being a part of this team. And thank you for your kind words about our culture. 
And it was our honor to help support you and your wife and precious family through a time that could have been quite hectic on its own. And so the least we could do is support you through that. So it is our joy. It is our joy. It's our joy. So thank you all for joining The Generous Life. We hope that uh, as you take a few minutes out of your day and hear these little snippets about who we are and what we do, you're looking for ways of on how you can be a part of what we do. We hope this encourages you. And if there's anything we can ever do for you, uh, just feel free to tag along and join us here at the National Christian Foundation of South Florida.